Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What if, okay, just this is a what if. What if this was the year, not of the redemption story, but of the guy who didn't want to be there winning a championship story. What, what if that was the, right? Like, what if I was watching the Nets play last night, a little preseason basketball? And, and what if, stick with me, this is the year where the guy that everybody thought was out, wanted to be traded, 
becomes the dude who's holding the championship trophy. And I don't just mean for basketball. Could be Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners. The Niners uh, beat the the tails uh, off the Rams last night. Niners in the under. You're welcome. 24-9 is the final score. Um, And look, if you've watched the Rams, especially post-Super Bowl Rams, either time, they struggle with offensive line. And if you've watched the Rams this year, they've struggled to protect Matt Stafford. And then you factor in Nick Bosa's on the other side. And you're like, ooh, that's a, that's a problem. Here's Bosa on how dominant their defense could be. I think it's best in the league. Um, that's kind of our mindset every year. And, and this year we have the personnel to do it. Not, not that we haven't in the past, but um, just all, all three levels is elite players. Here's uh, Debo Samuel, who had an incredible catch and run and had a unbelievable play from the backfield as well late in the game. Here's Debo talking about his ability to break tackles. Every time I get a chance to get the ball in my hands, that's just my mentality of trying to make it a big play. Um, but it's just, it's just second nature to me right now. But like I just mentioned, this is me and the ball out there. And um, just go out there and breaking tackles is something I do all the time. Here's Sean McVay on the loss. You know, self-inflicted wounds, um, you know, just above the neck errors where we're not doing the things that we're capable of. And I expect us to, to be better than that. Uh, everybody needs to be able to look inward. But um, the red area, I mean, to have three good drives and only come away with nine points in a game that was a back and forth battle like that, um, that ended up being the difference. And then when you do make it a one possession game and you got some momentum, a couple gained first downs and we throw an interception for a touchdown on a screen. Um, those are the things that, you know, don't help you win games. No, they don't don't help win games at all. Um, let's let's hear the breakdown from our noted Rams fan, John Ramos. John, what did you see last night? Um, a lot of a uh, lot of rushing by Matt Stafford and two players to throw to, and that would be Cooper Cup, which is not a bad person to throw to, and Tyler Higby. Allen Robinson is basically MIA. I don't know where he went, and then the other guy is that I don't even know his name he's is it Shritnik or something like that i don't know he yeah he kind of is kind of runs around and like looks at balls but they don't go into his hands uh and then of course the running game i mean daryl henderson does a good job cam Akers again it's like week to week like is he gonna play is he not gonna play uh, i have no idea um defense is fine that that debo samuel run though i mean he he really knocked over three guys that could have at least tackled him i don't know what Jalen ramsey does sometimes like he he always tackles people good and then like stands up and shows everybody what he did. But then Debo Samuel's running at him and he kind of like dives at his feet, misses him and the guy goes right by him. So, I mean, if you're going to tackle guys, you got to tackle. I mean, not that Debo Samuel is easy to bring down. The guy is a monster. No, you got to make that tackle though. You got to make that tackle. Got to make that tackle. I agree. I thought Bayer picked out the most disappointing thing of the night, which is um, why have the Niners gone away from the gold pants? I don't, I don't. There's a carpet and drapes don't don't work together. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. You wear the gold helmet. You wear the gold pants. Those are the throwbacks that they uh, that they were so fond of when Steve Young and Deion Sanders won that Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl twenty nine in the mid nineties because that was the NFL's seventy fifth anniversary year. So there were tons of throwbacks that year, and they won a Super Bowl. And that was the only year, Doug, that I can really remember them being so fond of that throwback, but now they end up throwing it out there all the time. And, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'd rather just throw back to Montana and Rice if you're going to do that. You know, yeah, well, heck, their I, original I, uniforms are like that anyway. But I, Yeah, I, why wouldn't I, you want to throw back to your teams that won, like, four Super Bowls? Sure. And they're, they're close enough to, you know, like what they were previously. But, 
Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of these. I'm not a huge fan of the white pants either. I, I thought that was a good catch by. I was, I was, I couldn't figure out what was missing when I'm watching the Niners, and then I saw you on Twitter going back and forth with somebody. Some, somebody asked you about the gold pants, and I was like, "That's it. That's what's missing here is the gold pants." You know, I think if you do white helmet, you can do the white pants. Carpet's got to match the drapes. That's the yes, the way I, absolutely. That's, that's the way I look at it. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio, but it is weird, right? Like Jimmy, what Jimmy G wasn't great. But he was just good enough. Right? Just wasn't great. Just good enough. Got the ball to a bunch of wide receivers. They scored just enough points. Their defense wins the game. Like this has been their kind of their mo, right? And you know you get a lead. Also, you're up fourteen to six at the half. That allows you to apply even more pressure defensively. And when you when they get to when they can provide pressure, you know when they can just pin their ears back and get after it. Um, they're unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. When you're you're throwing the likes of um, Nick Bosa out there, you know Nick Bosa had two sacks. I think uh, Samson Abukum had two as well, right? And then Lenore had one as well. Like they they were just getting after dudes. Ridgeway had one, just getting after the quarterback. And you can do that when you have a lead. Like that's their. This is what they want to do: get a lead, play smart. You know, Jimmy makes some good third down conversions and use their defense to win games. And this is like this kind of worked for the last couple of years. Granted, Jimmy G wasn't always healthy, but it did work. So you start scratching your head, like why were they willing to move on from it? Because there's a ceiling to how you can play with Garoppolo. And oh yeah, by the way, he was making a ton of money and Trey Lance wasn't going to make a ton of money. So even if he wasn't as good, you could surround him with better players. Yes, John Rama. By the way, the Rams, uh, and I've said this for the last four years, their, their third down defense is the worst. I mean, they have a twice last night. It was like third down and 20, and they gave up a first down. You're not going to win a lot of games by doing that. But I, and I don't know if this is a hot take or not, and I really believe this. If Trey Lance is quarterback in that game last night, the, Ram, the Rams win that game. There's, there's, you can't tell me that Trey Lance would have won that game last night. I, I don't believe he would have. I think they're better with Jamie G. I said that for a minute you brought up about Jamie G. I said, watch out for the 49ers now because he just fits their scheme better. He he knows how to get those passes, Debo Samuel. Last night, I'm sure Trey Lance would have been trying to run a couple of those plays and would have been would have him taken down. I just don't think they win that game if Trey Lance is the quarterback. I think it's fair to say you don't think they'd win, but we don't know. We don't know. Of what, course we don't know. Remember, you'd have Trey Lance would have another, a complete other game under his belt in the Denver game. Um, the offense would be more tailored to what he does. It's, it's a reasonable thought for you to have, John. It's not an unreasonable thought. But it's also reasonable to go like, hey, let's not beat the kid up. We don't know how much he would have improved the more he played. Right? They obviously see something in him to want to draft him where they draft him and play him when they want to play him. Whether, they, whether he's as good as Garoppolo, I, I, I'm a, I generally agree with you that Garoppolo for this year feels like it's the way better choice, the smarter choice, and probably into the future, Lance just, he's just been set back by covid injuries, getting placed on a championship caliber team where they already had a guy, like all of those things set him back. I, I just, I, I think there, there's a chance that this opportunity passes him by and he has to go elsewhere to get an opportunity, but I don't know. Here's where the rub in that is as well, is because the Niners seem to have the Rams number. And so Jimmy G wins that game, but I don't think Trey Lance is in there to beat the Rams. Like Trey Lance is in there to win a Super Bowl. 
And that's the question with Jimmy G, right, is to make those plays and to make those throws in the Super Bowl. So what John is saying is absolutely correct that, you know, if Trey Lance plays like they're, you know, as you said, you could see a scenario where if Trey Lance plays, maybe he doesn't do the things that Jimmy Garoppolo does. But that's not why Trey Lance was the starting quarterback of the 49ers. He's there to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Right. You know, they, you're, they're, you know. they're trying to make history repeat itself with the, the Colin Kaepernick thing, right? Where they, they were bump, bump, banging their heads against the wall. They love Alex Smith, but there was just a limit there. Yes. Yep. Yep. And they feel like the same thing with, with Jimmy G, and there's a limit there. But this was not where the limit was. The limit's in the playoffs against the Chiefs. Limit's in the playoffs, you know, against um, – you know, against the Rams last year, where he he just you know he missed on some terrible on some throws. They can't miss. He'll have one or two throws that you're just like, huh? I, and it's and it doesn't get better. It's like this is who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could go 22 of 24, but those two incompletions, you're like, oh, those are some awful passes or those awful, awful passes. decisions. And that's yeah. yeah, that's the thing about Jimmy G. Did you guys see the? He wasn't all nude. Did you guys see the streaker get leveled by Bobby Wagner? Yes. Here's Kevin Harlan. The incomparable Kevin Harlan on Westwood One with the call. And here comes a stoppage in play because someone has run on the field with a smoke bomb that is pink and he's running up the sideline. Now a couple of Rams come over there and make the tackle. Head first into the player who has taken the field and he's in a cloud of pink smoke so you can't see him. And now on him are a couple of security guards. Kevin, I think this is becoming a thing. We got the pink smoke coming again. This is one of those gender reveals. Somebody at home's having a girl. Now, well, I thought maybe, I thought maybe that the last one we saw was uh, for some animal rights or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just think, hey, you think about the way to reveal that you're having a, a, a girl. I'm going to run out on the field at the 49er game. Yeah, that, that's not what it means, though. Actually, it's it's not about it's it's not a gender reveal, right? You you did the research on this, uh, Jason Stewart. <laughs> I went I went about <laughs> as deep as my interest uh, allowed me. So you remember on July fourth when Joey Chestnut um, almost took the head off of a protester who yes. invaded him at the hot dog eating contest? This is the same cause, and their whole thing is that pink that pink smoke. Yeah. It's something about trying to bring attention to a trial needing to be televised. I, and at that point, I started to snore, so I, I stopped reading. But uh, it's the same same people, same people. What trial needing to be televised? Um, I don't know. I, I'd have to dig deeper, and I just didn't have the capacity for that. So maybe the we'll get an intro. You're and you're like, man, I got to find out about this squirrel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Football TV. Unless it's a former uh, running back who murdered two people, I, I don't think anything needs to be televised, you know? Well, well, you're, well he's talking about OJ. Right? Oh, I know what he's talking about. Right. <laughs> he always puts that in there. So Allegedly. 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 Ramos right. wants Allegedly. to relitigate this thing. No, I, mean, I don't. It's much a known fact. It's just interesting killer. how that's always thrown in there in some conversation with Jason, that's all. But uh, our guy, Bo Benson, uh, I agree with him. Um, he says that this is one of Harlan's worst calls because Harlan's yeah. been doing this. Dan, what do you think? Was this kind of subpar? Yeah, we gave homage to him a week ago with a butt punt uh, for how great his uh, you know butt punt call was. This was... Uh, and this is a little different because he was on the TV call of uh, of that. Okay, Bills well, here, here's uh, here's Peyton Manning, who was on the Manning cast during the play. 
Yeah. There he is. This. There he is. Not, yes. Oh, yes. yes. That's what we're talking Wagner. about. Wagner. Bobby. A veteran, right? Get him down. Now get Had out and tackle. let these guys take over. Quality. I loved watching the Manning boys in that one. Like, yes, get him down. Get him down. I think some of it was the guys are just confused by the smoke and what's going on. And then finally, Bobby Wagner's like, I've had enough. I've had enough. But I, I would agree with you guys. That wasn't vintage Harlan. Uh, but it was a great hit by Bobby Wagner. Probably the best hit of the night. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. 
with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Warren Moon in a moment. I love this. Uh, Mike Thomas, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was talking about Von Miller. Von Miller's now in the Buffalo Bills, if you've forgotten. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Right? Like, oh. Because Von Miller, of course, for a long time with the Broncos, then last year traded and was kind of a mercenary with the Rams, and now he's with the uh, with the with the Buffalo Bills, and of course uh, Pittsburgh takes on Buffalo this weekend in Western New York at Highmark Stadium, and Mike Tomlin had this to say about Von Miller. He's Von Miller, you know. Um, some guys are aliens visiting from another planet, you know, um, and that's just the reality of it. Man, in the National Football League, man, you got to respect all these guys, right? They're all freaky. Um, but some guys are even freaky in our setting. And he's just one of those guys. He always has been since he came out of A&M, moving and changing and running like a corner. Um, <clears throat> he needs no endorsement from me. His resume is his resume. Kudos to Von Miller. Tip of the cap to Von Miller. Have you guys noticed how few of uh, 1 o'clock games there are now? Like, they don't balance them out. There are so many. Obviously, Green Bay is there at Totten again. Uh, the, the Giants are taking on the Packers. But then you have, it seems like, t- I think we have 10 games at, at 10 o'clock uh, West Coast, 1 o'clock East Coast time. Byer, has it always been this this depth of games at that time? Uh, no. It feels and like there's more 10 o'clock ones than ever before. Well, yeah, I'm glad you clarified because 1 o'clock uh, for us is the late window. 1 o'clock for the East Coast is the early window. Yeah, there were just three games uh, last week, three games this week. First couple of weeks, we had five games in that uh, window, but it seems like the London game has been taken away from games in that late window. I mean, there were nine games in the early window this past week. And, and I know because the mix channel can only have eight. So you got to find the one game that isn't on the eight screen mix channel if you want to have them all up. And uh, so there were nine games in the early window. And yeah, I don't know what you said. There are 10 this time around. I know there's only three late games in the window uh, this week as well. There's 
the five. Yeah, Eagles and six, Cardinals. Eight, nine, nine, nine. Niners and nine. Panthers are the late window, and nine. yeah. So it's. Why do you think that? I, well, I mean, I have my own. I have my own thoughts on why. Why do you think that is that that the league has chosen or the TV companies have chosen to do this? Because I think they want Cowboys Rams to go to a majority of the country, and the more households that game of the week can go in, the better. That's that's why, I think. Okay, what do you think there, um, uh, Jay Stu? What's what's your? I, I have a, I have a hypothesis which goes along with that, but I want to. What do you think, Jay Stu? Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of thoughts on that. I just wasn't happy with the broadcast crew that did my team this past weekend, and I think it has something to do with what you're saying that they they loaded up in some way, shape, or form and had to use this broadcast crew, and it. It literally made me want to turn the the volume on mute. Who is the who is the crew? Beth Moens and who? Oh, I won't mention them by name. I'm way way too classy for that. But uh, yeah, Moens and uh, oh, and okay. Hall, <laughs> Hall of Famer uh, James Lofton. Uh, not great. Okay, I feel like I don't know. Do, do they do they do it so that the early window has higher ratings or like? Because they they play in regional specific markets that people will watch, and then they're like, "Look at the numbers here!" Where it's really, it's 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 really pooling together all the different numbers from the different games. I don't know; it's a weird one, but a lot of early games. And this is two weeks in a row. All right, uh, Warren Moon. In a moment, I want to ask him about Garoppolo, about some of these young quarterbacks. Stug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Any first responder will tell you, never try and beat a train after braking. You can take a mile for a train to completely stop. When you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. Let's welcome in the Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. Kind of to spend some time with us here in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, All right, so Garoppolo week one as a full-time starter against Denver was kind of a mess. Better last night, but also better because you just get the ball to Devo Samuel. He makes plays. What what are your thoughts on Garoppolo now that he's uh, back as the starting quarterback with the Niners? Well, I'm sure it's a it's a weird situation for him. It's a weird situation for all of us because we we haven't really experienced anything like this, where a, a guy is clearly written off as is not going to be the starter, not going to even be with the football team, and now all of a sudden he is the starter and probably will be for the foreseeable future. But uh, you know, Jimmy was a little rusty uh, the first game of the season, but. Uh, he's come on, and, and he does what Jimmy does for the 49ers. He doesn't lose the game for them. Uh, he's not going to win the game for you either. He's going to make enough plays to keep them in the ball game, and uh, he's going to be efficient in that offense. And, and they win because they have a dominant defense, and you saw that defense you know, sack, uh, sack the Rams quarterback seven times and beat him up uh, the rest of the game, Matthew Stafford. And uh, they ran the ball well enough to, to keep uh, the, the offense honest. So that's what they ask him to do in this offense. And as long as he's able to do those things, they'll continue to keep winning. We just don't know how far they will go with that. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with you. It does. It feels like they wouldn't have made that move if they didn't think he had a, had a ceiling. What about Stafford? Um, obviously he hasn't been protected the way uh, he was protected down the stretch last year, but also like he's been a little bit erratic. He gets a little rattled when he does get hit. Um, how fixable are Matt Stafford's issues so far early in the season? 
you know, I think it's more of an offensive line issue that will help Matthew Stafford. You know, Matt's been around for a long time. He took a lot of beatings when he was in Detroit uh, for all those years, but was still productive. And uh, he's starting to experience some of that now again with the Rams for the first time because of all the injuries they have up front. So uh, I think he is a little skittish right now in the pocket because he's taking a lot of pressure, you know, against, uh, I think it was, was, was it Tampa that they played early? Somebody. Somebody Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Yeah, they really beat him up pretty good, and and uh, so did um, so did San Francisco the other night. So they've got to get back to being more solid up front, and uh, they've got to find some other receivers to throw the football to besides Cooper Cup. You know, he's twenty. What did he get? Twenty um, targets the other night and fourteen receptions. You know, they brought in Allen Robinson. They they haven't really gotten him involved that much, and that's kind of what happens when you don't play in the preseason. You know, you you're you're kind of going through the growing pains of, of what preseason would be right now, these first few weeks of the season, because you just don't have timing with all these new guys. So uh, it's unfortunate, but that's where they are right now with all the injuries to the offensive line and then just not a lot of good timing with those guys, with the newer receivers that are in the lineup. Um, Pittsburgh held off as long as they could, I guess, and now they're going to go with Kenny Pickett. Uh, you're, when you first started in the NFL, you had had years of experience because you had to go to Canada and you won Grey Cups up there. But if you were to grab Kenny Pickett and put your arm around him and go, hey, I'm, from a Hall of Famer's perspective, like, what do you think about when it's your first start uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers? You just want to make sure you make the offense go. You don't want to do anything to hurt the football team. Uh, if you can make a couple of big plays in there, you, you try to. But the main thing is you want to get in and out of the huddle. You want to give yourself a lot of time on the line of scrimmage if you have to change plays. Uh, you want to make sure you're getting the team out of a bad play if, if, it's, uh, if it's a look that doesn't show good, say, in the running game or whatever. Those are the things you want to try and do. Just, just uh, do the mechanics of the offense, and then the other stuff will come later. Don't try and do too much that first time out because the team is good enough. Uh, there's enough playmakers on the outside with, with their receiving core. Uh, they have a really good running back in Najee Harris behind them, and their defense is, is formidable. They're not as they're not as dominant as they were, you know, with with Watt being out of the lineup. But uh, I think they're good enough. So as long as you don't do anything to screw things up uh, and just get the ball to the right people, I think you have a chance to be successful with Pittsburgh. Stug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. His email inbox. Uh, continues to flow even while he's doing the interview. He's the great Warren Moon <laughs> joining us on the Doug Gottlieb <laughs> Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, so Tua's out for a while, right? And the the independent— well, we really don't know how how long. We, we, we don't, but, I mean, not going to play this week, so that's a while. No, not and, this week. Right? Um, but, look, I'm sure—and there, there was no concussion protocol back when you played. It was very, very different. But this one's this is hard, right? Because on some level, guys all want to play. Like real dudes, they all want to be out there. I'm just wondering when you watch it, when you watch him get ragdolled around. What do, what do you think of the whole Tua situation? Well, you know, there was a protocol, believe it or not, at the last part of my career, but it wasn't anywhere near to where it is right now. Um, and uh, I remember early in my career, it was like, okay, can you count through? See how many fingers I have up. Can you count my fingers? Okay, one, two, three. Okay, you're okay. You go back in there. So it, it's it's come a long way from that. But um, I, I think if Tua wouldn't have got the second hit on his head in in the uh, the second game on Thursday night, we wouldn't even be talking about all this right now because nobody really had a big concern about Tua playing in that next game after what happened on Sunday. 
Nobody talked about it very much, but then once he got hurt again on Thursday night, now it's why is he playing in this game four days later after he was wobbly on the field? Uh, up until the time that he was playing, he was doing very well out there. He he was he was having a pretty decent game. So there's no question that the protocol has to be changed, um, and a lot of it has to be go by what you see as well. If you see a guy staggering around on the field, you probably should just take him out right there, right now, no matter what the protocol says, and not let him play anymore. Uh, that that didn't happen, and, and the poor guy, the. Uh, the concussion specialist, I guess he got fired over this, but he was only following the protocol. So don't blame the, the messenger, blame the protocol. And they're changing the protocol, which they should. And, again, a lot of it has to go by what is being seen from the press box because they have people that are watching for those things that happen and on the sidelines to see if there are any guys that look like they've been concussed or, or look a little bit uh, wobbly. and They should take them out of the game right away. Again, and I may be way off on this one, so feel free to go. Like, there's no real learning how to fall. But, you know, it was two weeks in a row in which he hit his head when he was kind of just thrown down. Now, he's not a little guy, but he's not big. Um, But he it's it's more like how he fell. I feel like can you can you learn that? Because, look, there's been lots of other quarterbacks. You know, I know I'm sure Brady's sustained concussions, but I don't remember him. Get, and he's a bigger dude, but getting thrown to the turf that way. You know, we've seen pocket quarterbacks, their issues usually their knee more than their head, right? Their knees get rolled up on. Carson Palmer got rolled up on twice, right? Kimo Van Ohoffen, famously. There's been other guys as well. But is there a way to learn how to take a sack that he still has to figure out? There is a, a, a good way to, a, a better way to fall than, than what he did the other night. He looked like a rag doll when he fell the other night. It looked like he, he wasn't able to put his arm down and try and brace the fall or anything like that. But I've had, I've had eight um, diagnosed concussions in my life uh, from playing football. My first one happened when I was 11 years old, and it was in Pop Warner football, and we were practicing, believe it or not. And we were practicing back towards the uh, the infield of the baseball diamond, which was you know the hard dirt, and because uh, we had to split the the park up into all the different teams that we had, and right. I got hit and I fell back and hit my head on the back of the. Um, the back of that ground of that hard dirt and I got a concussion from that and then I got another one when Rod Whitson hit me when I was playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers and he grabbed my legs and I fell backwards after I, after I threw a pass and I slammed my head on that astroturf uh, at their stadium and got a concussion from that so yeah a lot of concussions come not from big hits to the head it's not always a, a helmet to helmet it could just be your head slamming against the turf what's it like when you when you wake up the next day what's what do you What do you feel like? What is it like the next day? What is it like the first? Tw- There's still 20 minutes of that game that I don't even remember to this. Seriously, day. like, 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 is it? Are you just saying that, or you literally have no memory of it? I have no memory of it. All I remember is sitting on the sideline trying to focus on the uh, the scoreboard. Uh, I got really cold. I was just starting to get freezing cold. They were putting jackets on top of me trying to keep me warm finally they walked me off the field but again i don't remember a whole lot of uh, what happened right after um after that hit to the head and and it's a scary thing you know it, and, and you got guys out there and they're going through this all the time you got linemen going head to head all the time there's no telling how many concussions or or, or dings they get to the head that uh, never get uh, diagnosed. So, you know, it's a scary game. We all play it. We all love it. And if you asked us all to do it again, we'd probably all do it again. But that, those are the risks you take playing. Um, Aaron Rodgers feels like he's getting a little more comfortable. But they, they've kind of transformed this team, not just in changing the wide receivers, 
but it's like a, a running team, control the ball, get a lead, play to your defense. And they're not playing great. They're kind of squeaking them out. But I don't know. To me, it feels like that's the way they're going to have to win in January. But it's not a traditional way of using Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to – doesn't feel like he's going to throw for five touchdowns anytime soon. Is, is, is what they're doing in Green Bay a mistake? You know what, uh, Doug? I, I really like what this team is doing because they're learning going along the way, but they're winning at the same time. So they're 3-1. and one. These young receivers, I think you can see them getting a little bit better each week. And I think by the midseason, these kids are going to be playing some really good football because they're talented. They all have speed. They all can run after they catch the football. And they all have really good hands. I think they're just – right now they're still thinking a lot. And, and when you think playing football, you're not going to be able to play as, as naturally. and You're just not going to be able to free flow. But once that thinking is over with, because you got to remember, Aaron didn't play any in the preseason as well. So they didn't get any work with him in game situations. So they're kind of going through those growing pains right now. But I think these, these receivers are very talented, and they have a couple of uh, veteran receivers there as well. I think this is going to be a scary team going down the stretch with the way they can run the ball and the way their defense is playing. Uh, I think Green Bay is going to be formidable by the end of the season. All right, uh, Warren, we, 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 you and I, when you, we join, we always love to talk hoops. Uh, who comes yeah, out of the? It's my favorite season. You know I that. know. I, have you seen Kawhi on how much how much strength Kawhi has added? Like, I'm I'm thinking about. The Clippers may be going to the finals. I, my, I feel, I feel, cra- feel like doing something crazy because the Clippers on paper and then watching Kawhi work, I, I don't know. I, I may be crazy and think the Clippers are going to come out of the West. The Clippers are a very talented team, and they played well without Kawhi and without Paul George at the end of the season last year. So they're going to be right in the mix. There's no question about it because those guys can lock you down on the, on the outside, Paul George and uh, Kawhi on the defensive end of the, of the floor, and then they can also score to go along with those other young kids that have uh, just developed during the time that they didn't play. With Maxie, he can really play. So they've got a really, really good team. They're going to give the Golden State everything they want here in the West. Yep, I, I I like the Clippers, Golden State. I think Denver. We'll see what Jamal Murray looks back. He was back last night for the first time in like over 530 yeah. days or something. Yeah, he had uh, 10 points. I don't know how explosive he's going to be coming back that first year because it usually takes you know, that next year is when you really, really get back to who you were. But I, I'm sure. But he's be been gone team. for almost two years, though. I, I I agree with you. Like the first year is usually, but like does does he does he get credit for last year even though he didn't play? Right? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think that's a that's a development uh, year. So he, it's probably a little bit different for him because he didn't play. Yeah, interesting. All right, it's Warren, I appreciate it's going to be very interesting in the West. I'm looking forward to it. It's All right, we're going to call year. you week. We're going to call you weekly for your hoop breakdowns. That's what we're going <laughs> to do. do okay? Let's All do right. it. Warren, you're the best. I appreciate you. All right. Good talking to you, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Traveling to watch college hoops this winter? No, you got to stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each hotel has a unique look, inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get graduate hotels and all the cool specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores, they're all in hometowns of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels has over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So the odds are there's one out there where you're going, especially games and big conferences. Check out all the graduate locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off a stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. 
We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, Jay Stu learned this yesterday, but uh, you guys didn't because we did it in the in the bonus pod, which uh, we drop right after this show. It's the third hour. It's a live third hour of the of the show. Um, Bayer and Ramos, uh, did you know that I am the proud owner of a new cat, a kitten? Yeah, I thought didn't I? Did we talk about this on the air? I can't remember if we talked about it on the air. I thought I felt like yeah, we the I pod. thought this was Thursday, uh, Thursday or Friday thing. John, am I, can you second that emotion? I can second that emotion. Yeah, we yes. did. We talked about it on air. But that doesn't mean that you can't. Is there a new wrinkle in it? Uh, we have a name. Oh, there you go. Okay, Lucifer. Oh no. <laughs> now, now it's funny because I'm like, uh, that sounds like an evil cat. It does. Right? But there's actually a show called Lucifer. That there is. My daughter Harper loves, and yeah. And that's that's her. Currently, that's her. Mm-hmm. I actually stayed up and watched two episodes of it. We, well, I watched the episode, and the other episode I watched through my eyelids. We uh, call our cat Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> that's what we named our cat. Mine's mine's Chicago PD. Oh, is it? really? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get two more. Get Chicago two, Fire. I have, no, I have Chicago. Law and I have order. I have law and I have order. I, you know. <laughs> Law is just, you know, well, very That's actually book. a good one, though, Doug. Law and order. Law and yeah, order. That'd be yeah, funny. We got law and order. Yes. Uh, well, of course, there's, uh, there's uh, what is it, uh, uh, Walker and Texas Ranger? Right? One <laughs> of the same. You guys remember uh, the, the 85 Royals that won it all? Little known fact. They had uh, Rudy Law and George Orta, and uh, oh. they love to point out the law and order. Law and order. I loved um, what's my guy's name that played on the Royals when they won the, went to the World Series. Say Reagan. Uh, uh, when they went to the World Series, they had recently the, or yeah, Kane, uh, Kane, Lorenzo Kane, Lorenzo Kane, right? A water covers three quarters of the uh, earth. Lorenzo Kane covers the the rest, right? I thought that was that's, <laughs> that's, that's an awesome one, right? That's whoever whoever came up with that, like good one on you. I know that's not a new expression; it's a baseball expression, but it's a really really good one. Anyway, yeah, so the cat is, uh, if you hear a cat, it's because the cat is currently exploring. Just, I, you know, it's like you, you, you start to see, they're like, oh, well, like seeing things through a different lens has got to be kind of amazing. I, I want you to see this through a different lens. College football. It, it hasn't, we, we think of change as like you're going to wake up and suddenly like they're playing without gravity or they're going to add a 12th guy or something like that, right? But the change is, Pretty obvious over the past couple of years with the proliferation of the transfer portal transfers, right? So the next part is that we're going to continue this transformation of the, the conferences. That'll happen in a year or two years. But there's been a, a pretty big change in college football, not just with the NIL, but usually we would maybe get one coach fired before the season ended. And if so, it would usually be the sixth or seventh week of the season. Very occasionally, it would be early in the year, and it was a, some sort of strife, right? Some sort of um, NCA issue, something. But we've seen Nebraska, Georgia Tech, Wisconsin fire their coaches already. And so th- this is a change, right? It's a change. And is some of it, hey, we can't, 
We can't get uh, season tickets for next year. Sure. Is some of it, hey, we got to put ourselves in the best possible position to hold on to these players. And if we have a lame duck coach the whole year, they just, guys will check out. They, you know, the best way to hold on to them is the new energy of an interim head coach who will do everything he can to try and win every game, knowing that they're not going to get the job for real. I, I can't figure out the, the logic behind it other than once you get to November, you can go out and see other coaches coach and not feel like you're violating any sort of code because you still have a guy on, on, uh, under contract on campus. But help me out here. Is it reasonable to think that while we're seeing coaches turn over quicker, buyouts be bigger, I, I think the next step is you're going to see players get fired early in the year, get cut or whatever. You're already seeing them get benched. And we saw SMU, you got four guys who are like, hey, we're not going to play. We're going to put ourselves in the transfer portal. Like, whatever, dude. You know, you have a new coach there. Unless the new coach signed you and you have a longstanding issue, leaving four games in the season feels like a you deal, not a them deal. You're not made for it. It's not a good fit. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell everybody I'm not playing. I'm entering the portal. I think that's a... A really bad look. But I feel like the next step is some form or fashion of guys getting cut. And maybe that happened at SMU where they're like, nah, just say you're not going to play, put yourself in the portal. But the truth is they got cut. If if we're going to get to the professionalization of college football and we're going to pay these guys, one thing with being a professional is if it's a job, you can lose that job. What do you think, Bayer? Do you think that's the next step we're going to see? Um. Yeah, yeah, because I do think that these moves are all player related. Um. Of, all right. If you're if if there is a a talent, um. I'm trying to figure out how to how to word this correctly. Okay. Like Wisconsin, for example, there's frustrations with how the offense has evolved. Right. But with that, you want to recruit a certain type of player. Um, also the players, as you talk about moving on, maybe the types of players that you have on your current team don't fit, uh, your plan moving forward to what you're saying. Yeah. So, so there could be guys and I'm just using them as an example. I'm not pointing out specific players at all, but there are guys that Paul Chris played that maybe the next coach wouldn't play. Agreed. And, and yeah, so there's, there's a point to, to moving forward with that and everything is a quick fix now get a bunch of guys to the transfer portal that you still can't you know enter until after the season's done um i mean then your 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 whole fortunes can turn around in one off season yes so i agree with pretty much your your premise of it all okay jay stew what do you think I mean, these are student athletes, right? Aren't they valuing the uh, the college experience and the education? Look, you know? I, I know I know you're being sarcastic. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm just honestly gonna tell you, like, I actually think most guys who are part of it, it's not necessarily the education, but like, m- most people involved aren't. It does become about the college experience, right? Like, you start to most guys get there and. Even the guy, most of the guys that make it, I do think there's a small percentage that every, every part of their focus is about getting to the NFL, getting to the NFL, getting to the NFL. How do I get, get to the NFL, right? When you look at the sheer numbers, it's really difficult. But I actually think that the college experience is a bigger thing than 
people lead you to believe. Um, I actually think, like, here's an example. I think that UCLA will, at first, over the next couple years, they're going to do a lot through the portal, getting L.A. kids that went away to come back or selling, you know, that you're going to get to play in L.A. But once that, the Rose Bowl will be filled when they play in the Big Ten. Won't be filled all with UCLA fans, but will be filled. And I think they can sell that more as the college experience. I think people want to go places that people care, and you want kind of the whole thing. And I know what you're saying is like it, none of that stuff actually matters with it. I agree. It doesn't matter to most of the guys that end up in the portal, but that's not most of the guys in college football. I, I don't think. And, and is that maybe that's that's another point here is because I don't know what the breakdown is. I'm sure someone's written about it, but I don't know what the breakdown of people of, of players getting paid is. Is it 2 percent? Is it 10 percent? 20% of, of college football players are getting paid. I don't know that. Well, it's but, 100% of some of these big, big-time programs where even the walk-ons are making $50,000. Those guys are all, yeah, all of them. And then when you get to the lower levels, very little. And I think a lot of the guys, a lot, lot of the ones that, a, a lot of the different uh, programs, even at the mid-high major, at the high major level, guys aren't getting much. Like, you go through, and I would, I wonder what guys in the Big 12 those mid-level schools, like I don't think Oklahoma State's got a bunch of guys getting paid. Um, I don't know about you know Kansas probably is going to get some now where guys will do. I what, what's going to happen at Kansas is the way it should be. Whereas you play, you surprise some people and guys like, hey man, if we'll just have a night for you at this bar and we'll give you a couple thousand bucks, right, using your name, like that's cool. That's the part that I thought could be cool. It's the paying guys when you're signing them as recruits, like that's dumb. To me, that's not really NIL stuff. That's just a way to buy recruits. I don't think that happens at most. I could be wrong, but based upon the people I've talked to, it doesn't happen nearly as much as people think. I also think that the the nature of what we're going through now is going to be, uh, th- with the coaches changing, how we're still adapting to the transfer portal, I do think at some point the waves are going to lessen. Because I do think in college sports, there is like a majority of these programs still have to build a program. Right, like this is, like, if you if you took Colorado as as the example, Colorado can't turn over every year like USC just did. Right, like right. I, I mean, there's no like like the way that you're gonna beat USC if or maybe Oregon. We'll use Oregon since they're gonna Getting be the five same year conference. kids. Yes, exactly. And that's what I also think is gonna be interesting is how do you recognize and can you recognize who you are as a school. And and I think that's what's going to like you know because I think the very few schools will be able to, to think, do that. I, I think this is honestly this is people make fun of Iowa all the time for the length and how much money they've given Kirk Ferentz the contract and 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 Fran McCaffrey as well, right? And the fans are on these guys, whatever. But I, I do think that Gary Barda, their AD, figured out a long time ago like this is who we are. Right, this is who we are, and if I give guys a long-term contract, I stand by them. They can do the right things. They don't have to bring in some, you know, kids that that we don't think belong on campus. Do the very, very best we can. Some years we're going to compete for the Big Twelve, Big Ten title. Many years we're just going to be good and competitive. We're going to do it the right way. This is who we are. I don't, I, I don't, I. But I think honestly, Dan, that's a problem with all of us as human beings. Is that. So many of us, even if you said, like, this is who you are, you're going to be successful, but this is the lane in which people are like, nah, I'm, I'm better than that. That's mm-hmm. a very normal yeah. human thing. And I think colleges are much that way as well, where they see programs that 
have come from nothing to be something. Why can't that be us? Well, there's a lot that goes into it. You need a little bit of luck. You need a little bit of timing. You know, you need the right league. You need the right quarterback. And you guys not get hurt. You know? I mean, th- think about it. We talked to Lance uh, Leipold yesterday. And his quarterback, you know, his quarterback gets hurt last year, has a dead arm because of camp. And he plays him some in the regular season. Had he had a liver arm and started as a freshman instead of a redshirt freshman, who knows if he, after a bad year, who knows if he stays at Kansas? He may have had opportunities to go elsewhere. There's lots of things that have to kind of go in your favor in order for it to work. Um, anyway, I just thought that was an interesting discussion. I'm glad you guys participated. I- Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 